I think my problem is that I'm just a little bit of a slut when it comes to beer. <laughs> Oktoberfest or what you wanted to do. Kind of have a beer. beer I'm not even up to my official beer. Yeah, I'll get into that too. You said don't be about a beer and a half and not enough to derail the day. I don't really have anything to press you. So let's derail <laughs> the shit out of this day. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. I've got to do a, a office guided tasting with another beer dude from Scott, like five to six with a bunch of straights, like at home, oh, like 40 no. people. Like a, a guided a tasting. Bunch of yeah. fucking narcs. Yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, you fucking you FBI. Yeah, you agent. got like work yeah. to do today. No, it's, it's going to be entertaining. Oh. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Rotating Tap Comedy Podcast. I'm Steve Vanderblue. I'm Corey David. Real quick shout out uh, to John Hamm for redoing. I was going to say, you were uh, like, don't forget the shout out. And yeah, don't forget the shout out. Shouting out. No, John, the one and only John Hamm, uh, you may notice he redid the intro song for this. Yeah. To make it a, a, a ska style oh, intro. Nice. Because we are at Ska Brewing with yeah. uh, Dave and Dustin. Say hello. Howdy, everybody. Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, hell yeah. Now, before we get too far along, could you all just do like a little brief description of your job title, what you do here, and all that? Go ahead, Dustin. Oh, I have the floor? (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's see. I've been involved with the Sky Guys one way or another since probably 2005 or so when I started their little distributor up at Left Hand and uh, launched Peach Street, uh, the distillery I work for that's also owned by the same owners of Sky Brewing. 2006, I guess, and then, yeah, I've been around the Boulder community ever since, and we opened Ska Street here in Boulder just in time for the pandemic, uh, Friday the 13th. Couldn't have been friends. better timing. Friday the 13th yeah. for friends and family. <laughs> Apparently that actually is a fucking jinx, who knew? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, People uh, are just like, you brought a curse from Durango, is essentially what everybody <laughs> said about you. Uh, we had a fine city until those Ska sons of bitches showed up. Now we're in a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
So it sounds like you've had a bunch of different jobs. Did you just get fired a few years ago through a glitch in the payroll? You just kept coming to work I and getting a get paycheck? get fired, per se. Adam Avery <laughs> might have a different opinion if he does this podcast. You just talked your uh, way into a few different jobs after, like, I thought we got yeah, rid I don't of that guy. Think, I don't even think you mentioned that you worked at Avery. I hadn't gotten there yet. No, no. I was going to make it all about Scott. I wasn't going to plug the, uh, <laughs> the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk. Story if you don't. Aren't they I was going to talk about. Right now? Isn't, that what the, isn't that what went down with Span- them? Spanish. 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 Sorry, wrong one. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was the same people that had bought the. Uh, I was going to spend a while talking about my current guys. girlfriend before I got to my, my ex. Yeah, the next hour and a half is you just bragging on your girlfriend. It's like, this isn't the view, buddy. She used to love me, Dave. Why don't you love me the same? So, uh, no, but I, uh, I am sales and marketing director at Peach Street and a very small minority owner there. No wonder and, I've never heard of it. Uh, a lot of people have never heard of it. 2005, we've been around since, but we make a lot of spirits and a lot of different stuff. We'll talk about it more later. But, uh, yeah, we're all over the place. And then uh, I am a minority owner here at Ska Street and just do a lot of general landscaping and cleaning. And i uh, got to go cut some firewood after this podcast. Oh, yeah. Smoker. That's yeah. actually true. So. How much does it cost to become a minority owner here? Because I've got a sweet $1,200 check that you get yeah. from the government <laughs> it's about at any given point in time. You're in, man. We need you. It's COVID times. <laughs> Yeah, right now? Hmm. I got some paperwork. You might want to There's look some equity over. in that check. <laughs> yeah, somebody had mentioned an OnlyFans account for extra funds. Did you guys start a Ska Street OnlyFans that you can rotate people in and out to keep it fresh for consumers? No. No? I've, I've seen Scott Rowe do that. ain't going to go well. That's, <laughs> not even gay dudes would buy that shit. <laughs> so, Dave, uh, what do you do here? So, like, I've co-founded Ska Brewing down in Durango in 95 and Peach Street Distillers in Palisade in 2005 and then this place Oh, I see what you did there. Right before nice. Peach uh, Street Palisade. Nice. Yeah. Right before uh, So this place is basically owned by those two companies, so the Scott Street Brew Distillery and it's 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 actually a distillery and a Yeah. and a brewery. Totally. Yeah. So it's um and then but they're all because of all the licensing weirdness, there's a number of <laughs> different kind of loopholes you had to kind of get through as far as Ownership goes sure. So they're different companies. Fucking Boulder, but there's a lot of. Well, it's the stay in the feds too. You know? Yeah, it's fucking Boulder. It's the fucking man. It's I always the man. It's like 800 pages of paperwork or some shit. It when unreal. it was all stacked up, it was unreal. Well, I'm glad yeah. you guys are here because, like we were talking about before the show, there was just a trash brewery that was here before that called it was Fate, right? <laughs> I, I don't know if they were a trash brewery. Yeah. You don't have to no, say No, they brewed outside <laughs> in a trash can. They got an old metal trash can. And yeah. Dumpster fire pail ale. <laughs> they, had some, they had some lovely brewing equipment. I don't, yeah, know, I don't want to shit on Fate too hard. They were part of Yeah, that's Boulder our job. You don't have to. There were a couple people in there I would shit on if you want to name them specifically. Like, like, like good shit. <laughs> like I think over some people along the way. But in general, Fate was an awesome brewery. They had a lot of good people in Boulder yeah. community. Yeah. For what it's worth, Dustin did ask before the show, is there anything that's off limits? And Dave said, let's dial it down. <laughs> <laughs> For last night's dinner conversation. We're like five Jeez. minutes in. <laughs> it was mostly sexual. It wasn't libelous. Was so this place concern. was up for auction, right? And then you guys were the only people that showed up for the whole shebang? Um, not exactly. So the we were fortunate. Yeah, please do. We were fortunate enough to know the landlords of this place. So Fate actually went bankrupt. And then... uh. The state seized what they could, and that was the equipment, the brewing equipment. There was a number of people at the auction for the brewing equipment, but we had the bulk bid that 
that took it all. Yeah. Slashing people's tires in the parking lot. We, we, had a, we had everything planned out. Yeah. You know, it, was just, it, just, it was all going to be determined as the day went on. Hey, Dustin, what do you do with that butcher? <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, much more cutting than that. Uh, no, we uh, we had a lot of equipment to get rid of, so it was actually kind of advantageous. We painted trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same tin barrel brew house, man. You wouldn't even know how to turn that thing bar- on. Fate um, barrel aging. It's a it's a great system, but no, they uh, there was they ran like 2,100, 2,400 barrels out here the last year they were here, and this is more R and D and special small batch and local stuff for us. So we were able to clear out. Uh, 10 tanks from back there, 8 tanks and all kinds of stuff, so uh, a lot of the people at the auction got the pieces they wanted anyway. It actually turned out pretty sweet. We pretty much got everything we needed and sold everything else for what we paid for the entire Oh damn! Entire lot. Yeah. Boy, and everybody left home. Too much. Everybody yeah. left home. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's pretty that's good. A win, fucking win, for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, these guys need to drink more. So, oh, do you yeah. want to uh, get to the chug? Uh, yeah. And I then, think that's a good and idea. then have them chug. We'll have them chug. Yeah. And then it's joke time. Yeah. So tell me, tell me what the scoop is with the chug, real quick. Well, here's the thing: is you pick up the glass, you scoop it per se, <laughs> and then you pour it down your down throat. throat. And, every, uh, and everybody you guys have on the podcast has to do this. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 We've and had what, 40, 40 entries at this point? 48, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So you're in like stiff I can't believe you guys have gone through that many podcasts. That's <laughs> hey, good one. Nice. That's his joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dustin, I'd hate to tell you, but you're the new host. I'm out of here. <laughs> you broke the curse for me. <laughs> well, I saw that. I saw that leaderboard. and uh, It's pretty intense. Yeah, it kind of doesn't look real. Um, oh, it's strings. I'm having a hard time. It's very real. I'm having a hard time imagining 0.6 seconds. Well, which well, is this, the the deal with that one in particular? So that one was over eight percent. Gets three seconds off your time. So it's three point six three seconds. Right. And but we like to encourage seconds. people to get a little loose, like during yeah. the night, and just have fun. So it's one thing that we have to get edited out. <laughs> you also said you don't have shit to do later. Dustin, on the other mm-hmm. hand, he's got to be Mr. Businessman. Yeah. I, yeah. So that, chopping wood for the feds. That's what I was trying to <laughs> wood for the feds. You guys showed up when I was having my lunch beer. I, yeah. was, I was halfway through one when you got it. warmed up. Well, no, I brought, I, this was coincidental, and I just realized it on the drive up, but I had gifts for you guys. Okay, cool. And I was like, wait a minute, this could play into the... Uh, into All right, show. we got the show. First yeah, time getting gifts. I think I misjudged your sizes because I got a medium and a large. We can't. Oh, hell yeah. I love these shirts, but we can't drink them. I thought he was going to pull can't, right. those. can't drink them. We are shells for three things, though. I got your ska brewing masks. All right, that's oh, great. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be back. They were calling the body here looking like a real poster boy. Figure we bust out. Bust out the Mexican lot. Oh, yes! Shotgun koozies. Shotgun koozies. Yeah. My God. This is pretty incredible. (laughs) So for anybody, we'll take a picture of this so everybody can see, but it's an awesome koozie with like a little nipple thing on the bottom. And how the hell does this even work? This is the best day of 2020. (laughs) I'll show you how it works. Has everybody got one? Yeah. Yeah, teach me. So, teach me on the yeah. one. We have to do it. Dave showed up with a sex toy, and I only know how to jerk up. Dave just showed up. Dave just showed up with a gun to it. That's right. So, yeah, it's a shotgun koozie. You, yeah. um, you line the mouth part up on the opposite 180 degrees from the, the poke button. The poke. Okay. You pop and open a poke. You pop open the can, and then you go to drink it, and you. <laughs> And that thing just flies down your throat. Oh no! I'm gonna, I'm gonna puke everywhere. <laughs> and I, since it's not actually 16 ounces, 
we don't really have to time it because we're not we don't stand a chance, right? Or do we? This is just so what you're saying is this is for the love of the game. This is for the love of the game. I'm down with this. Still go for the title. I'm gonna time. I'm gonna time it. I'm gonna time it. So we'll we'll time ourselves too because I guarantee all of you will beat me. So yeah, that's fair. I also haven't done it this way in quite some time. It's been butt chugging or nothing for me for quite some yeah. time now. So we I, have to go. I really haven't had a good now. chance to test this out, and I, I still need to burp because I slammed this one. Go for it. We encourage it. Uh, no, no, it's not coming up. Uh, Do you need me to burp you? Do you, uh, <laughs> Do you need me to pat you on the back? I know we just met, but help a brother out. <laughs> All right, we got to go one at a time. All right. All right, so here's what here's the way it works, though. So we're going to time you. We'll do some color commentary while you're drinking. And then as soon as you're done, you have to tell us your joke. We have to tell a joke. Yep, tell a joke. Yeah, you got to tell a joke. Do you know any joke? Yeah, welcome to the I know, comedy. Yeah, I know one joke. <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm not a comedian. Yeah, yeah that's what brewer. makes it fun. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what makes it fun. however, probably has a couple of jokes. I wasn't. But I have two that are always my standard. Everybody's got to have a go-to. You've got to have a go-to. Pew, pew, right there. Something coming right off the cuff. Dustin, you look like you're ready to chug that beer. Yeah, you, I'm getting the shakes, man. I don't know, I don't know how to do this thing. Well, it's, uh, usually uh, chugging beer. It it's almost one. I'm late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you open the top. It's not going to explode. You've done that part before. If you've got the shakes. You've the can. Oh, so you it it. So it like punctures it? Yeah. Oh, cool. oh you, don't, you don't puncture it first and then cap it? You, you cap and then puncture it. Cap puncture. You could do it that. I would just open it up and get ready. Yeah. And then, and then vent it in yeah. a proper position. Right. And see, this has check. Oh, this I out. was imagining you putting your mouth on this tiny dick thing. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys are gonna have to upload a photo because so, nobody knows what we're talking about. Yeah, this no. is but see, this vent, this vent in this thing to allow the airflow, so you can really just go. This is, right, this is a makeshift. This is a makeshift ventilator. Great. We're no, we're set. We're safe. <laughs> we're all fucked. Yeah. Smoke bowl out of this one. I'm done. So got it. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's, uh, see what happens. Whenever so, you're ready. He's gonna try to use this control. Let's see if his fingers are strong. Get into the old trigger shit. finger. Yeah, it's on to people later. I'm gonna use my left hand for this one. I'm gonna show off. All right. Here we go. That way it'll feel like somebody else. Nice, here it comes. Oh, oh the cross. You can hear it. it. Like a go. bag of potato chips. You just heard that thing go down. Pretty good. Whoa. Pretty okay. good. Okay. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll mark that down. We encourage you to burp if you need to burp. I'm trying to yeah. get it out. You, you kind of look, like look like you're taking a shit. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Is there a Wookiee in the oh house or what? That's disgusting. It's a terrible podcast. What's the difference between a joke and two dicks? You can't handle a joke. Hey! Boom, 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 boom. Just when I was about to kick him off the show, <laughs> you do something like this and totally <laughs> redeem yourself. <laughs> I still got a cheesy ripped condom joke I'm going to tuck away too. Don't okay, worry. great. Yeah, just, <laughs> is that another really joke? Is that your tuck no, I just brought it up so Dave couldn't steal it. I told it last night at the table. I didn't want Dave to use my shit. Is that part of the joke is that you're tucking away a cheesy used condom? <laughs> I don't use condoms. <laughs> hey, cut that. You said you could cut that part out. Don't. I do use condoms all the time. They're machine washable, though. <laughs> That's the good stuff. Okay. Well, that was pretty respectable. You, oh, no. You, you guys are going to go first. Oh, we'll, get the, we'll get the pros out of the way. Yeah. yeah we, we can rip on you, and then you guys can really let me have it. So. <laughs> God, I just got to. I just don't. I'm not prepared. You need that air bubble out. It's right there. Oh, yeah. All Taking right. a deep breath. This oh, is his time to shine. Not right. I'm not quite. You tell me when you. Yeah, I thought. Soon as right. soon as you go. Go. We got you. Oh yeah, that's pretty great. He went double fist. 
Gotta really wrap both of his hands around that bad boy. I don't know why you guys thought you were gonna do so poorly. That was respectable. Oh, there was a little foam in that. Jesus, you guys. You can hear that down in Durango, baby. That was pretty good. Eyes are watering a touch. Oh, they are. <laughs> Remember that time on the bike ride from Telluride to Moab? I chugged a Modus and it literally bounced off the bottom of my stomach. Like, literally, I chugged Came a Modus out of the can and it rebounded straight out of my mouth. Went down right back up. There's it's like, a, it's like an amusement park ride. It just drops you and then you go spring back to the sky. It was like a trampoline. Oh, how'd we do? Well, Dave, gotta got to get a joke in first. Oh, God, are you kidding uh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's too long. The one joke I know. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we call it. We call it. Given the light in the industry. In email, you said you want to get to uh, as as few of these subjects as as possible. But we also said that we've to... got a few stall worse that come around every episode. He's about to I do the aristocrats. Yeah, he's he's going to tell the whole fucking thing. <laughs> Just call on Andy Kaufman and just read the Great Gatsby for the rest of the phones. I can I can do that. This, that. this joke is for that. It's uh it's about a penguin. Um, and he's kind of a uh, his name's Max, and he's kind of a you know he lives in Antarctica, but he's kind of a city hipster kind of penguin, and he's into yeah. all things craft. I know and, the type. Know, yeah. You know, select son of a bitch. That penguin. And he's and, and just to tie it into the to the podcast he's a you know he's a beer geek and he wants to get to mecca which obviously is colorado via durango yeah. and uh so he's he decides he's got to go on this road trip so he to get to colorado to try some of the best craft beers in the world because that's what he's into and uh what along the way he's gonna probably maybe trek through central america hit costa rica for coffee oh what do we got there Oh, oh yeah, we got a bunch of Oktoberfest at the table. Thank you very <laughs> oh, much. Yeah. This is from the tank, though. Anyway, so he catches a uh, he catches a boat ride from a friend um, that just happens to be in Antarctica for a uh, I don't know. I think it was a one day of summer event or something going on down there, and uh, so he catches a boat ride. He gets to South America, tip South America, and starts winding his way up toward Central America. And he's in this. He picks up a. Uh, 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 Volkswagen bus, I guess, is what he was driving. So, with the fried out combi or whatever. Real summer yeah. of love kind of penguin. Wait, it's a totally. penguin, right? Yeah. We're still talking about the penguin? Well, so it's, it's, a, it's a 23 window. Sorry, those like muscles started pretty, kicking in. I just started relapsing. He's pretty hit, so it's a, 20, it's a 23 window bus, so it's, it's cool. You, know? you can only get them in Latin America. So it's cool, you know, it's a penguin. Cool bus, yeah. There's a demographic out there eating this up. They're like, oh my god, you <laughs> they don't listen to you guys, but so I, I pretty, probably pretty un- uneventful trip, and everything everything goes pretty well all the way up to Central America. So he gets to Costa Rica, where he's, he gets to try out coffee, visit some of the small farmers that are r- making coffee, growing coffee beans, and and then uh, he's totally stoked. It's going the way he wants. He's keep still keeps thinking about beer, and you know as he's getting up, starts traveling through Mexico, and he visits some of these smaller like family-owned little Mexican bakeries and. And he's just hitting all the cool little shops, and the bus is still doing okay. You know, it's driving, slowing down a little bit, a little bit of puttering. He's got to fix a few things here and there. And, uh, there this. 
I needed a beer brand story to dry out. You're at, you're at two minutes, 33 seconds. It's like Ben Shapiro's wife listening to this so, story. So, so fast forward a couple of uh, hundred Please do, thousand, yeah. A couple, couple hundred miles. And, and he gets to a... He, he actually crosses the border and he's into Arizona. And so it's the, you know, it's summertime, so it's... And I don't know if I... It's like now that he, it was, so you know, it was summer down there, way way south of the equator. Now he's now he's getting north of the equator, so I don't know if it's summer or not, but it's still hot as shit in Arizona. Yeah, especially for a penguin. Yeah. What bus is he in? Did. Tell me about the bus. So he's yeah. So, well, so he's his name is Max. He guys he goes through I don't know Winslow, Arizona, you know, and makes his way and he's, he gets up to Flagstaff. You guys been to Flagstaff? I have not. No. It's a cool little town. There's a lot of cool little shops. It's kind of. It's not unlike Durango. Um, How do they feel about penguins? They, I th- you know, it's kind of weird. They they just haven't seen a lot of them, so they're not that biased. They're not penguin racist, really. Yeah. There's no signs on the door that say <laughs> yeah, no penguins yeah, yet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they, would, they would shoot a penguin. <laughs> Certain areas of Arizona. Yeah. Saw, but. but man, the, the heat's just been something else, and he's been having problems with the bus, like you were asking. Boy, do I know it. I feel like this penguin is me. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm here. Anyways, he's flying. He wants to get to Flagstaff because he knows there's going to be some cool little shops on Main Street, you know, and he's he's hauling through the desert and starts to climb up into the hills because Flagstaff's a little bit up in the mountains for Arizona. You know, it's actually pretty high in elevation. So he's bombing up the mountains after flying through the desert and things are sputtering, kicking, kicking. He hits Main Street and the bus just... And... No good. It's done. But it's cool. It's a small town. Everything's right there. So he brings it into the shop. There's the gas station right there. Drops it off with the mechanic, and he's sitting there talking to him out front, right in front of the garage bay. And he looks across the street, and he sees this little mom-and-pop soda shop. And he's just, the mechanic's like, yeah, I'll take a look at it, you know. And he's like, oh, my God, a little mom-and-pop soda shop. That's cool. They got homemade signs in the window so he heads over to the soda shop and he's in the soda shop and the mechanic takes a look at it and penguin has some food dessert and everything and wanders back to the shop a couple hours later all gutful and gets in there and looks at the mechanic and the uh, mechanic pulls his head out from the rear little engine hatch in the bus and looks at the penguin and he says looks like you blew a seal and he goes, nah, that's just ice cream. <laughs> all right. Which, all right. Yeah. That's my joke. That was a long Pod- podcast, podcast over here. <laughs> but it got the laugh we needed. And that's yeah. all that we care about. Nice work, guys. If you could, if you could do that in emo Phillips voice, I think it would be better. <laughs> <laughs> would you know I could do that like emo? That was a real Norm MacDonald <laughs> Like right, I'm drunk. I got drunk during that. That's kind of the idea. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> so that's like I'm drunk by the end of the joke. Oh shit! Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, you had beers just ferment suddenly by the end of your your joke. It just finished. Yeah, something just Did finished watering during the course. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit, was that three weeks long? <laughs> no, that was great. Uh, 
Dude, all right, you ready to shotgun some fucking Mexican lager? Yeah, I'm going to tell those you. Those are warm now. You want me to change out those cans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's, that's, why, right, we've got, no, the that's why we've got this amazing koozie. It also keeps the beer cold. So look at that perfect little shotgun. Oh, look at right. that little puncture. Yeah, and then you're right, you can just smoke some weed right on yeah, that can right after. <laughs> are these available at skabrewing.com? How do we get one of these, Dave? No, it's only for special events like podcasts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you can order these right off the website, www.scottbrewing.com. Ah, oh, shit, you just ruined that for me real fast. <laughs> I, was just, I was literally about to say, yeah, suck it, losers. <laughs> All, right. All right. You ready? Yeah, whatever you are. Oh, yeah, that's a good pop. You can really hear it. Oh, he's dripping a lot. He's I'm going a, down now. Looks like he blew a seal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mexican lager. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That went terrible. <laughs> That's not that much. That's just a couple dribbles. So, Corey, I'm going to go ahead and give you your turn now because you've already chugged. Yeah. Uh, your previous chug was 6.44 seconds. Yeah. This one, 7.6. Man, oh, that worse. Falling yeah, apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Falling yeah. apart with it. It's not conditions. Uh, I'm going to have you time me because sure. if I time myself, I win automatically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll cheat for sure. I, what was I? Oh. <laughs> So my previous time was 13.98 seconds. So, yeah, I was talking a lot of smack going into that, but I am embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for myself. I can't say that I was yeah. raised Mormon as a part of it because I've done that. I've You've used that ruined the podcast. We're just giving the podcast to Dave and Dustin now. It's yours. Yeah, you guys can... <laughs> By the way, you guys have been very polite during that. I was going to say, I was expecting a bunch of bullshit from you guys. All my jokes are mildly erotic. All that spray all over your shirt right now. I don't want to twinge. I was straight until today. It's a good thing I'm already half ass. Let's just finish the deal. <laughs> what was it Louis C.K. said? He was like, oh, I might decide to live the back half gay. This might have been the moment. Might have just, I might have just hit 40 and turned the corner. You got a great smile. <laughs> all right, all right, all right take that can now. Yeah, let's go. He's got it. We're moving. Not bad. Better than what he'd done before, by far. Like, no doubt. His vent sounded oh. clogged. Oh, my God. How do you feel? Proud? Like a million Shamed. bucks. Magical. Incredible. What a great... This is the best device ever. This is, <laughs> this is the best thing I've seen since, like, the clap on, clap off. Start selling this shit out of infomercials. What was my time? I did better. 7.87 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personal records. I still lost. There's, those a little bit of, there's a little bit of trade off with the uh, with the girth, the diameter of the top of the uh, of a, like a shaker pint sure, versus sure. that. Yeah, yeah. But I think that extra diameter. ventilation. It's like two different disciplines. It's just two different things. You got to yes. train. It's like just because I can throw a hammer doesn't mean I can throw a disc. It's just a little different. Yeah. Oh. Like Steve likes to work oh. with real girthy boys. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> we play frisbee golf a lot when we talk about it, but usually I'm throwing an axe. So <laughs> it's a pretty wild time. Oh, whoa. And we're getting the show off. And the rails. okay, so we have some times. Uh, Who do you think won, by the way? Between you two, it was very close. I imagine it was pretty close. I don't know. Seems close. I I had never operated the hardware before. I I mean I feel like I should. <laughs> like, I'm again, I so, haven't really uh, had a chance. These are brand new. I just I know, I just, I know the old shotgun. We, we used to have we used to have uh, bottle openers that actually had a you could poke they hooked on the bottom of your can you could poke a hole in it. Okay. Oh yeah. But those you guys have always been years ago. You guys have always been into the chug life then. It is. Chug yeah. life chose them. You know? I was gonna have it tattooed on my knuckles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chug yeah. life. 
<laughs> then I became a priest, so I had to get him removed. <laughs> and then I'm back again, baby. Now I'm back. Now I'm back. I was a man of God. Now I'm a man of beer. That thing rules. I'm so happy about this. You have no idea. You're like a toddler right now. One you like time, literally looked inside the yeah. cruiser to like see how the mechanism works. One time I uh, was pretty high on marijuana and I found... One time? I found uh, uh, it was a magnet that was a stress ball shaped like a hamburger and I was like, this is the best thing in the world. <laughs> and this, this comes close. I will give it that. Timing. Uh, congratulations, Dave. You're still... Uh, the best one here, but neither of you cracked the top ten. That's okay, though. Damn. Dave, you came in at 6.13 seconds, beating Dustin out by six-tenths of a second. It's 6. Oh, man. And you guys oh. both beat both of us. Both so right That's all that really that's matters. Something, yeah, that's something. If, if, any, if nothing else, you're a winner in our eyes. Hell that's yeah. Even, even with my new time, I still land at 25th place on the leaderboard. <laughs> It's pretty yeah. good. Man, pretty man, good. Man. Well, you guys can take those home and train with those. Oh, I hate those. You can have those because of COVID. This thing. Take them home. I'm gonna do it on the way home. I'm driving. This thing's coming to the grave with me for sure. I will be buried with this. Yeah, it's pretty. It's awesome. Good exercise. You'll be ready for your next host, co or guests, I guess. So we've got. Uh, while we're on the subject of chugging beer, we're not going to chug this one, but we do have a different beer in front of us right now. It is your Oktoberfest, which you said is how is you said it's gone already. I, well, it's all been. It's all been sold from the brewery, so I believe it's probably in stores, but... Yeah, so you just mean, like, it's been shipped out to distributors, and it's already in warehouses, and it's at in-stores now. But it's, yeah. Is this completely depleted from warehouses? Completely too? depleted, yeah. So nice. I had... I was able to grab two of, like, eight cases that were stashed in our tasting room when I took off. Yeah, no, And I, awesome. I wasn't even thinking about the... The podcast. I was just grabbing that's it just to, to drink in hand. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't read. <laughs> I mean, you saw you'd email me, and like three weeks later, I would get back. And, and then, a but, can't. I understand. I, I, can't. I do have to say, though, your email, I knew right away it was going to be a good time because your email was like, I don't really care for most people, but you guys are cool. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, yeah, soulmates. You got his vacation responder. Soulmates. Very, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm out of here. I totally understood. Sometimes I just check, I kind of check out for parts this summer. And I don't blame. It's not you. even delivered. Yeah, really. I really, I don't blame you at all. <laughs> when you're I mean, driving you in Durango, from... you live in a cool place. Right. You yeah. opened up a new spot in Boulder, so you had an excuse to come here more often. Is that a lot of the reasoning behind why this place <laughs> no, even no. exists? I... <laughs> They're just like, I just kind of need to hang. I need an excuse to go hang out up in Boulder. Let's buy a business. That's uh, that's not exactly it, but it is kind of part of the story, I guess. Uh, this this place just needed to be. A, a, a brewery again. A better yeah. brewery. <laughs> 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 just, we honestly, we got this place open for. We opened on Monday, uh, March 16th, which was the night, and they had the TVs on in here. And Pol Governor <laughs> oh, Polis came we'll on. Shut it all down. <laughs> yeah, it was our grand opening, and we opened at five. His his press conferences was at about 5:45. And he says, we're closing everything. Like, and we oh, shut down. Here, your cheers we and the open. TVs are on. You're like, boy, howdy. We were open for an hour great. and 11 minutes. <laughs> Worthwhile. Good thing we made all of our money back in that hour and 15 minutes. Right? Dude, <laughs> talk about painful. Like, oh, my yeah, God. That's a real kick I, in the I dick. I that bar stool and just watched it all go in the round, ordered a round of shots to close yeah. out. The evening. It was uh, it was a weird feeling. It's like watching the 2016 election. <laughs> just like, how is this happening? <laughs> I'm just going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be okay when I wake up. 
<laughs> this is a what just dream, happened? Right? Somebody's <laughs> Dustin Quick slapped me. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we'll talk about the fest in a sec, but like, why did you, why Boulder as opposed to other um, other towns, and why was it important for you to like open up another spot? Yeah, I mean, why didn't been in Durango for quite a bit? Why so. didn't you go to Greeley, Colorado? <laughs> They've got some good beers up there. They got a bunch they of fucking do. idiots up there, they, but they also have some really good breweries. Up there. I went to breweries. I went to college for. A, a couple of semesters in Greeley, and uh, they it wasn't my favorite time. Okay, sure. But I love Weldworks. <laughs> yeah, right. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Like, there's, yeah. there's, 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 there's good beer. There. You're welcome, Greeley. There yeah, you go. Yeah. Yeah. But Montfort, not so much. I'll be running from here anytime soon. <laughs> but they, uh, yeah. But Boulder actually, like Dustin was worked at Avery for years, and our our COO down at Scott Greasley, <laughs> he also worked at Avery for years, and uh, so they've got a lot of friends here, and then. My partner, Bill, who isn't here, but he runs the distillery now, but he's my partner in both businesses. He went to college here as well. And, yeah. and I, so I spent a lot of good years here when Bill was in college yeah. and brewing beer. And it was just kind of getting back to some of our roots. And then my family lives just down in right outside of Golden, at like the corner of Wheat Ridge, Golden, Lakewood. Oh, yeah, yeah. And oh, okay. So, so yeah. it's just like everyone's really just close. Down the road. Yeah, some familiarity yeah. with it's, this place. It's always, you know, as far as the city goes, it's always kind of been a special place for me but yeah it, partying you know, on the hill exactly taking new the mall photos. crawl we were so into the halloween mall <laughs> crawl when we were little you know like and when we got into high school that was a pilgrimage every year that turned total <laughs> debauchery and yeah fueled a good bunch of drug, what happened on this mall years crawl? what happened on this mall yeah, crawl? Do, you, do, are you, do you guys know of it well i feel like i understand the concept because i used to i used to work for a brewery myself and we had one of those kind of set up like with four accounts like in a big mall right and then uh, no, the, wa- the mall crawl here was legendary it was oh like, it was like so the outdoor mall. Pearl Street. Street. i feel like the Pearl Street. Just down in like 94 i'm yeah. talking about like there's a like, J- uh, somebody's no. falling into a jc penny man it was, <laughs> it was thousands of people CU was national champion. All of which were on a lot of hallucinations. This was back when the acid was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know where this is going. Tell him, Jerry. Tell him, Jerry. the last one I was at. Yeah, Trey like, sucks. All these dudes were like, all these dudes were, were in cardboard costumes and they looked like Tetris pieces, you know? Yeah. But this was pre-Tetris, I think, even. This was like Pong days. And, uh, but I remember like... And then this I became was, like, this one. Is, this is... Yeah, this is and like I said, everybody's on. I think ninety nine point nine nine percent of the people were on hallucinogens that would do the mall crawl. Cool, my my kind of folks. Statistically yeah. speaking, and I saw a bunch. Like I saw a bunch of guys running around, and there's just it was just total mayhem. It's just crazy. But I saw a bunch of guys in these outfits shaped like different pieces of block made out of cardboard, and then they ran in the middle of the street and stopped traffic. Protesting. And, no, they built themselves into a wall. Awesome. <laughs> this is like also a big is, wall. This yeah. is also like a more nerdy version of furries. Somehow, <laughs> we're just banging. And I just remember like, jaw dropped, and then that same night, a bottle flew out of nowhere and smashed on my head. Oh shit! And that was kind of like where it was getting to be the the end of it because it used to be friendly, and then it started yeah. getting. And then people like, started building walls. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> imagine, imagine what it was like to be the .01 and not on acid and to get hit by a bottle. <laughs> so that was odds. not me. I was not that .01. <laughs> and that's when the Pac-Man moved in. And this town went downhill fast. <laughs> 
fond memories of the mall, Carl and hallucinations. Why else yeah. would we open That's up a brewery? I like my envisioning was like we had four accounts at this one mall. One was like a cheesecake factory. The other was like just a local restaurant or whatever. Somebody, why did you open a brewery in Boulder? Was because there used to be a mall crawl where I did acid and got hit by a bottle. That's just gonna I love you, Dave. I, think these, I like to think these That's things are I don't just <laughs> jump into business for no reason. That's the best answer we've heard other than yeah. I was a banker and then yeah. I started a homebrew. It's like, fuck yeah. that. Dave, uh, Dave and Bill used to tell me if I'm wrong about this or what you're not supposed to talk about, but the, the rap was you guys stole his dad's homebrew book, right, and could buy the ingredients before you were of age, back when it was, you know, 16 to drink or whatever in the state, and you could buy the ingredients before you could buy beer, so you guys used to homebrew for your, your parties, was that the, the rap? Wait, it's, it, we didn't actually steal the book, but we were in my, we were in my dad's living room, and we ran <laughs> we across, we borrowed it, this is like in high Gene's school, like, no, they stole it, man, so I'm old, to him. so I'm in my 50s, to a homebrew shop. no, I just love to eat barley, <laughs> We, we actually stumbled across this book in, on my dad's bookshelf, and it was like a three-ring three ring binder. And underneath the Playboys, we found right. Charlie Papazian's right. Complete Guide to Homebrew. And then there was this decision to make. It was like, Playboys, Homebrew. Like, <laughs> I was torn. You know, like 12-year-old. <laughs> no, and it was actually my dad had been homebrewing since 69, and those were logs. Yeah, nice. Nice. So he was, that so was also like, illegal for like, a, like eight of them. Yeah, 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 it wasn't one real. legal until 77. <laughs> yeah. And then and then so we found it, and we found these log sheets in 85 probably. And Carter legalized home brewing in 77, and the last recipe in there was 80. So from 69 to 80, my dad was home brewing. So three years of legal home brewing. Man, what a farce that all was, right? With, like, you know, fucking homebrew. It's like prohibition. Like, what in the world was this? Why in the why would this was this a thing? It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But the fact they were cool. trying to keep alcohol from people. It just was all like, post-prohibition, right? It was about directing the money to people, right? Wasn't that the whole rap? Like, homebrew was legal. Yeah, I mean, there was no such thing as homebrew pre-prohibition. It was just you made... Yeah, Coors Banquet doesn't have enough money. Give it to him. The president can take his hands off my bathtub, Jim. I don't want it. Well, I don't know. I mean, so anytime, so the as, as laws started to uh, become like new and unravel, and stuff started to become legal again, it's funny to me how prohibition during prohibition times, like the mob and the mafia, like still had like a stranglehold on alcohol distribution. Right? It really wasn't beer. But then after. Prohibition ended, and the three-tier system was set up. The mob and the mafia weren't just like, all right, I guess we're cool not doing this now. So then they ended up setting up all of these distributorships like all over the country that are technically legal, and why most of them are Italian. You didn't hear that from me. Maybe you did. But that I was talking to one of my <laughs> own... Insert distri- racist accent. <laughs> <laughs> but the... Uh, the point I was trying to get to is essentially one of my old distributors, like, it's a three-generation thing. Guy started it with his truck, like, back in the 60s or 70s, 60s or something like that. Crazy. And he was telling me the story one time about having to drive through the backwoods of, like, upstate New York. I'm driving here. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> and bootlegging beer before, like, it was technically, like, legal. And, or, like, way back, like, before or whatever. And he was, and he was like, I was like... This guy has definitely killed somebody. He has definitely taken a hammer to somebody's kneecap to get his booze through a checkpoint at one point in time in his life. 
I used to do those tours with the distributors across the East. And, like, yeah, I don't mean to, like, uh, I don't work for Scott Brewing. Let me start with that. I don't work with any of Scott Brewing's distributors. I just work for Peachtree. But I've met a bunch of those. I don't know who you work with in the East. I don't want to call out anybody. But, man, I've been to those. That it's it's the same stories, right? It's like, oh, my great-grandpa used to do this up in the hills. And and that that timeline doesn't run out. There's some Appalachian shit going on. Yeah, some real backcountry stuff. Philly, I think Philly's still pretty much like thing. It hasn't changed at all. No, it's still absolutely it's always not hidden, sunny. run by the mob. Yeah, there's oh, some. I, I don't know what somebody, the mob is. I don't believe there's an active mob. I don't somebody think that's will take a tire a iron to your car over a ten stack in a in a grocery right. store in Philadelphia. That I believe. <laughs> that I might believe I've seen. Yeah. So you stole this book from your dad. You were stealing. No, we didn't steal it. So <laughs> we just added that he didn't. Steal no, we it. because. We were like, what the hell is this? And we were flipping through it, and we were like, where's the add the alcohol? You know, the first recipe was a total prison beer. It was just <laughs> water, sugar, and baker's yeast. That was it. Wow. Granulated white yeah. sugar. Water, and, and now the hard seltzer market is flourishing. Little did he know what a pioneer he was. <laughs> but we, uh, I, we actually just went and asked my dad, because it was like, once we realized, like, holy shit, it looks like he's actually making alcohol. And it was like a light bulb going on for us because we were like party high school. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing three of you like stacked on top of each other, peeking around the corner, <laughs> wearing a trench coat. <laughs> like, what is he, this? He jumped right in though, and start, we all started brewing together. So he actually oh, yeah. gave us his buddy's name, who sold homebrew equipment out of his basement in Casper, Wyoming. And so Bill and homebrew and meth lab parts. Yeah. Yeah. It's all fireworks back then. This was for the kids. <laughs> They made a road trip up there and bought everything, but at that time there weren't any. It was actually before the first uh, homebrew shop opened in Colorado, and so we, you could actually buy all this crap at King Supers. Like you could buy malted extract at King Supers in the baking section. Sure. And that's so that's what we did and started brewing. My dad just jumped right in with us, and then it was like from there everything Bill and I did all through college, everything was all about brewing beer. And I was like a communications major, and every speech, every video, everything I did, technical writing, it was all how to brew beer. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty obvious you had a communications major when you told your joke earlier. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the best way to articulate this story. Uh, That's right. the only joke I know. I can't remember. I, I'm a, I have a terrible memory. That's, yeah. That is not what that joke told us. <laughs> I do want to. I mean, had to make it up as I went. I only know the punchline. I don't no, know the good. joke. That was good. He ripped. Yeah, he ripped. Yeah. I was. I was. I was captivated. Improv. Yeah. So. And I Max did. was a foster child, but also had a trust fund. <laughs> He got into a hairy spot with some walruses down in Texas. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Now it's a better joke. I'll try and remember that. (laughs) Well, you're welcome. Uh, That's what we're here for. And I know that's a real good, a feel-good story yeah. about a brewery. Time to beer. tear you down. Yeah, time to, time to shit on your business. So we've got <laughs> one of our favorite show, parts of the show to do is bad reviews. Oh, very I was really similar. hoping you were going to read them from other, about other breweries. Sorry, <laughs> right, I got thick skin. We can do that. They're actually, there. there's kind of one of those in here, to be honest. So, and you'll know what I'm talking about when we get into it. But we, uh, similar to bad mean tweets on Jimmy Kimmel, we just like to read some bad reviews because people suck and we know that you guys are really great brewers and this is an awesome spot and most of your reviews are really great you know i think you're like a 4.5 on google 
reviews or whatever. Yeah, well, but that's not why Scott we're Scott is Beach Street is. <laughs> He's <laughs> a, a four point one, bro. All right, look, don't, uh, I know where my numbers at. Hell but anyway, yeah. so we're not here for the good news. We're here for the bad news because it's a little I cathartic and it's fun. So, uh, Steve, do you want to get this get this going? Uh, I do have. I actually have one that's five stars. I want to read this one first, uh, and it is my favorite place to go in Durango. It's Patrick Henry, and he. Just looks like he is in a me first in the Gimme Gimme covers band, and that makes me really excited. <laughs> cover, a cover, cover band. Cover, cover band, it. exactly. Yep. yep. That's a deep one to cover. <laughs> and he looks, he looks thrilled, too. Probably plays the trombone. Uh, cool. Uh, this one is fresh, so bear with me. Not uh, as fresh as this Oktoberfest. Right. Out of the yeah, tank. Same. Yeah. Great place. Nice. <laughs> uh, Brent Gardner said a week ago one star stupidly pointlessly hot patio build a pergola <laughs> pergola that's my peach street review i was <laughs> yeah, looking at stupidly pointlessly hot patio build a pergola or something it's just unbearable i don't know how to pronounce is that, that yeah that's very yeah. obvious that you it don't is? know how to pronounce it's that try what it again you you we did build a fucking pergola hold on read my you response you're gonna read my response you actually wrote it i run i run social media figured it out rule number one is don't ever write those guys back number one this is a great review second of all steve didn't know how to say pergola until like pergola no that's the colorado way to say go back to the east coast prevalent thanks hey i'm reading the review here hey i'm responding from the owner here uh so he said thanks for the heads up on august near the desert print We have three pergolas, <laughs> several sunshades, and some spray mister in place. We apologize it was not enough to cool you down, sir. Perhaps you should have a drink and smile. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. Nice, Dustin. I, why would somebody blame you for the weather? Like, why is Because <laughs> they're hot. They're very yes. bitchy. I mean, these uh, these Google yeah. reviews. No, I mean, I, I didn't. I thought I felt a little bad about that one. I thought about. Nah, it. you should run with that. I, I thought about right. it drunk, and I wrote way that. Better than dry docks. I wrote yeah, that shit sober. <laughs> they're like, we're so sorry that you were an asshole, and it's our fault. And that's essentially every one of their counter. Yeah, don't. It's not passive aggressive. You just told him. (laughs) There are pergolas. That he put that up. What was his name? Brent. His name was Brent. Yeah, Dustin. It's Brent. I was I was trying to look up that review before he got it. He's got he's got Brent tattooed on his left (laughs) butt cheek. You could say that it's still hot on your mind. (laughs) Slowly I turn. You're a real piece of shit, Brent. Uh, <laughs> so I'm trying to he say. wrote that on August 3rd. It's hot. It is hot. My wife left me two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> what a star. Like, what a star. <laughs> why are you involved? I don't like rating? spirits. Yeah. I hate the heat. This was One star. Just like, there's no lizard stores in Durango. I'm upset. <laughs> 
It's like, why? One star. So, this is so random. I wanted to buy a, well, a constrictor the other day. There's a whole website of people reviewing national parks, and there's one out there where this guy's like, better off staying home and watching a pot of water boil. That's One great. star. That's yellow great. stone. I love that. Of people just trolling nature. <laughs> just like, didn't see the fucking deer. I thought the rocks would be bigger. One star. <laughs> too big. The park is too big. I thought this was going to be a model. You got, you got a review there, Corey? <laughs> yeah, I got a review. Uh, this is on, from Untapped, uh, which are always the best. It's for right size, low-cal IPA, which is one of your lowest rated offerings. It's a 3.24 on, on Untapped. High in flavor, low in calories, just the right size. Okay, marketing department. That was a... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was a that was an experimental batch working toward a beer that we've now actually have out. Well, they yeah. probably haven't had that one, so I'm gonna have you read. <laughs> the review. Oh, I gotta read. Yeah, you can read this one. So read the top. You can read his name because he put it on the internet, and also read the like the rating. Jason S. What the fuck, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> Local IPA, more like a local piss ale. <laughs> Stick to your roots and fuck these pussy-ass light beer drinkers. <laughs> Jason, I was ready to say fuck you, but I'm, but I'm kind of with you. The guy's making valid points, man. This is actually a ghost account. I, I hear what you're saying. Oh, shit. Just go off on a tirade as Jason asks at 2 in the morning from your fucking chair. My, my ghost account. Oh, man. <laughs> I love that Dave's just like, thanks for the constructive criticism. You're right. This is bullshit. Not going to lie to you, we had this talk. <laughs> yeah, I decided to go a different way, but thanks, Jason. Dude, Untapped oh, is just such a kooky place to me. But somebody, like, A lot of people don't say anything. And also, this guy earned two different badges. So that's... He should have gotten a third. I think so. If you want to send that's him one... the best thing is it's like... Why was he? Did he try it, or was he just pissed that we made one? I don't know. I earned the. If you know you hate that and everything about it, don't try it. I right. love the. Right. All right, so one of the badges that he earned is like, so the the brewing community is very harmonious. People get along and they support independent, like all that kind of shit, right? So the beer that he earned was the Cheers to Independent Craft Brewing, and he's just like, fuck this, guy. <laughs> pretty independent of him. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty brash, very arrogant bastard of oh, oh man, that shit's the best. Uh. <laughs> right. Speaking of other stuff, you hey, I've got another one queued up after you're done. Like, <laughs> I got a review over here of this bit. <laughs> you guys want me to read that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, your turn. I got so this yeah, one. Just review Steve's jokes. One star. It won't let me go below one star. God damn it. <laughs> I used uh, to be a huge Kathy Griffin fan, and then I met Steve. Kathy <laughs> <laughs> Griffin was a man. Uh, I can go with that. <laughs> hey, I just do me. Okay, moving on. New review. I'm gonna. This one's kind of long, so I'm gonna read it myself. Uh, and I'm not gonna tell you who wrote this review. I will tell you uh, that it's from two years ago, and they gave you one star. Places trash. Most places I've been to are way better. Even the bar right across the street is super fun. 
and way more worth your time. If it's cold, which we know at Scott Brewing it never actually is, it's too hot. Uh, <laughs> if it's cold, you can sit outside in the rain by one fire pit. Or they have an indoor band playing four, maybe five feet from the only sitting area. So loud you can't order drinks. If a drunk chick is talking to the bartender after closing her tab for ten minutes, there's a, there's a pause there. Both bartenders will help her instead of getting getting you a drink. Honestly, take your money across the street. Way better. I'm never going here again. Garbage place overrated. And that review was left by somebody named 420 Princess. <laughs> I thought it was Max the Penguin. Nope, this was 420 Princess. 420 Princess sounds like she needs to smoke another joint and relax. Yeah. I gotta, I I gotta say, that weed, man. What, like, yeah, how do you... Just the they had a band? There was good music? They had a... They had a fire? <laughs> I went outside to sit in the rain by myself for 20 minutes <laughs> and write this. It's probably because nobody wanted to be near her. Yeah. Neither the bartender. She's now like the best company, right? Yeah. She's probably like verbatim saying this to the bartender. She's like, is anybody going to help me? She's the drunk. She's the drunk chick that's getting help from two people. Don't you know who I am? I am a 420 princess. I am a top yelper in Durango, Colorado. Ever heard of it? I'm a tour guide. People from Arizona come here. Penguins. May I help you? Yeah. <laughs> what you got? What you got, Corey? So I have to preface this by saying we got a little bit of insider information from oh, Kevin at Dry Dog about how you don't particularly care for hard seltzers. Oh, that's... How does he know that? <laughs> <laughs> the guy's a wizard. He's uh, met you. <laughs> I thought this was going to be okay, a review you know, from your he, OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> so it's... <laughs> It's not a dictatorship it's, down it's there, right? Five, five napkins. <laughs> Locale IPAs and hard seltzers, like, I just think you should exercise and burn off a real beer. But hard stance. A lot, a lot of the crew down there likes lower cal IPAs and likes hard seltzers. So, so I don't get to make, like, those decisions. So sure. I don't know how... It's a, it's a knows this. It's a big part of the industry, and if you can make one, you should, just because like people are gonna buy. Yeah, it, people right? people love the ones we make. People it's, are gonna buy. It's it not one. what I. It's not in, you know in all transparency. You should take. It's not. You should take really that ever back. what I choose. Yeah, right. yeah, that's yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Not everybody loves the ones that you make though, and, <laughs> <laughs> and they're all on the internet. I think yeah. I may have, I yeah. may have read this. I don't know. No, there's there's a handful, but I'm going to show you two, and one is going to be hopefully like I think kind of sobering, and then the other one is is pretty great. So read the first one. Read oh, the top I have to one read there. it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Tastes like vitamins. Yeah. I'm just like, all right, so did you make a Flintstones vitamins yeah. beer? That that's sounds actually delicious. pretty progressive. That sounds that's so good. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, so. Could so, that be a new fad? Well, no, we but once again. All right, well, you don't have to shoot it down that fast. There's a, <laughs> that's a prevailing flavor of hard seltzers, Flintstone vitamins. Really? So, yeah, so check it out next time you're. Like, Do they have vitamins? Uh, White Claw, White Claw no. doesn't taste no. like that. Yeah. But, but a lot of the. Is that the, craft is that the sugar that, that it's made with, or is that the flavoring agent that it's typically It's just Zemo with a bunch of Flintstones yeah, vitamins. I it, well, together. I think it's generally... I usually easy. snort mine, but now I can drink them? And I think, I mean, in all honesty, I think ours is, ours is cleaner than most, but I get Flintstone vitamins out of most that I take. That short has to of come white from, like, the natural flavors, right? Like, it's if you're yeast. just using an... Oh, really? Okay, yeah. yeah. 
Fun fact, but the one thing time. is, you can use. There's all different kinds of yeast that you could try. You know, and, yeah. and make it with. So. All right, so I've got one more. It's for the same thing. It's for your uh, blood orange hard seltzer, and I think <laughs> I think you'll like this one. <laughs> this one's for Kevin. Yeah, right? but read who it was, and then the rating, and what it says. Oh shit! I lost it. Oh, look at all those dirty no, bitches. I got it. I got it. Look at all those dick pics. <laughs> from Alice F., the grumpy gremlin. And <laughs> 420 Princess. <laughs> the hard seltzer, blood orange. Better than dry dock seltzers. Suck it, Kevin. <laughs> yes. I uh, wonder how... Uh, I wonder, like... Where do you... Why... Design. I mean, un- seltzers, they're supposed to not really taste like anything. So why are people reviewing them? Like, because they want to feel important. And, like, they know something about There's vodka companies. Are seltzer connoisseurs? connoisseurs? Okay, well, well, no, to be well, fair, we... Yeah, have, we are quite the seltzer yeah. connoisseurs, sir, so bite your tongue, please. We, we <laughs> tried Pep's Stronger Seltzer on a podcast episode, so we know everything. Well, you have to. I had this idea right. when we were on our way over here. I think it would be super fun to do a versus with your guys' hard seltzers and the dry dock hard seltzers to crown an actual champion. I think that would be a You guys could start a review that. site called Unfizzed and start <laughs> oh. only doing seltzer reviews. This could be there. <laughs> I mean, whatever you're doing up now is clearly not working. You're here with us. So now I can turn that corner. Seltzer's are huge, guys. It's the same marketing meeting we had, but it might be time for you to have the same talk. This beer thing might be at its end. This is, this is trash. It'll never last. This beer thing's going down the tubes. This beer thing sucks. No one cares. Like rats off a ship. Just keep hanging on. Beer is boring. Give me more Mike's Hard Lemonades. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. I think we've given it to you guys enough. Uh, that was pretty great. But so the yeah. Oktoberfest we have, we were pretty fortunate that we have cans that you brought us. But then we also got a little bit from the Bright Tank here, like, at in Boulder. Yeah. So, so the one you're, one you're trying that's in, in the can that I brought up is from Durango. And uh, packaged, all packaged in cans. It tastes, it's awesome. Like, it tastes really great. Yeah. So the, and then this one we've actually brewed here at Ska Street in Boulder. And that's that's out of the fermenter, so it's not clear yet, but yeah, it's the yeah, same. Got that, like, it's the same recipe. Little residual haze and a little softer mouth. It's a little more full, like you can tell, like it's got like just a little like lower attenuation still. Yeah, hasn't yeah. completely like fermented. Yeah, it hasn't fermented all the way out. I don't think it's maybe got a little bit to go. And then this obviously runs through filter since we're we're. Yeah, that's it, crystal clear. Through. Yeah, and it's kind of. I think it's. I mean, that's one of the fun things about replicating one of the beers here that we do down there that we sell a fair amount of yeah. is just the back and forth trying to dial it in and like do the same thing on a right. completely different system with a completely different brewer. Yeah, because yeah. in theory it should be the same. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's the same reason. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's so easy to, to have it. All different. the beers in Boulder smell like patchouli oil. For some, <laughs> <laughs> for some, some reason. reason. I don't know what it is. Oh, you guys but, are doing right, So actually, I'm curious about this just because I love the beer because it's a little bit more fest beer. It's not as full Marzen. You know, it's not like super heavy, right? Yeah. But it is a little bit more caramely. It doesn't drink like a Pilsner with like a subtle caramel flavor. But I'm a huge sucker for Keller beer, like Keller Pills and mm-hmm. Keller, Keller Lagers at this point. Like, have you guys done something like that? And because I'm getting flavors from the beer that we pulled off the Bright Tank, and I like the fact that it's a little softer. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit more like yeah, and I'll bet. I, I mean, some of that's probably, and I, 
I didn't brew either of these, so I'm not as technically involved as I was at one time. There's so it's not your fault. Me. It's all your fault. No, I think probably some of it is our water chemistry and how we adjust the water. Sure. You know? And uh, oh, I was just going to see if that was Damon walking by. But it's, um, yeah, it's kind of, it's, 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 it's kind of interesting because there's a little more, it's, and it's still a little more estery, even though it's pretty clean water. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, you get a little bit, yeah. And then, but that's like, I mean, that's kind of what we do at Sky, like with Mexican lager, that's a good example. So this isn't a, this isn't a Keller beer, but it's international style Pilsner, you know, it's super clean and it, it's, it's made with noble hops, saws hops as as is this and uh and then this is just like the vienna style which is kind of interesting these two particular beers because the evolution of the mexican lager um is really through the vienna style yeah i was actually that talking their to somebody about that the other day where i was like they were like oh i had the mexican lager and the vienna i'm like oh well they probably tasted pretty similar yeah so, like, the recipes are very very different but i think well, with the, with the fest and well, a lot of a lot of Vienna lagers like that's like when you get into Vienna lager and Marzen and Oktoberfest and fest beer, it's like there's so much in that range that they kind of meld into each other at different points. Yeah. I've seen plenty of Vienna Subtle, lagers that are like know? lighter in color, um, don't have as many estery flavors from the, the yeast or the aromas and stuff. But so you so you think that the Oktoberfest itself is modeled more towards a Vienna as opposed to the Mexican? Yeah, and that's lager. like we didn't know exactly which category to enter. So this is the this is only the third season we've because this won an award. Super seasonal, this yeah. Won so like first a blue year ribbon was at the girl. county fair kind of thing. 2018, yeah. <laughs> yeah so it took gold at GABF in the Vienna lager category yeah. Yeah, yeah, awesome. and then last year it didn't medal and then this is the third I, i'd like to say for bash, the record he said he had nothing to do with this beer so yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah well exactly it's that's what else. i was getting at yeah. like the really Thank really God good one good i didn't have anything to do with it <laughs> he's only on the seltzer project hey man that's part of being the owners you just hire good people to do the thing for you they're way better than i am at almost <laughs> except so, telling jokes <laughs> I'm gonna think about that thing for a long time. I wonder what that guy's doing. Yeah, Max. Max is he's probably the whole walrus story. You know, like that's a that's a whole another angle. That's a pack. It's gonna turn into ten minutes. It's gonna turn into it. You know, there's like the book is like there's so many tangents. Every episode, every episode is like there's so many tangents. That'd be on HBO special, an hour long special coming out with one joke. And yeah, and Max, you know, he actually he he found a pack of cigarettes on the street and he opened it up. And one of them was laced with PCP. I think Gilbert Godfrey did that special. It just went out. With the Mexican lager, though, uh, is that actually brewed with... Mexican lager is one of those styles that it doesn't seem to really have a definition. It's inspired by Vienna, and then American brewers typically... To make it Mexican, a lot of the times they'll just add some kind lime of other component to it. Yeah, it'll either be lime they'll add, or it'll be corn, right? That seems to be fairly common. So what about yours makes it a Mexican lager as opposed to a pills or, or something it's, like that? I mean, the, the beginning of this, so we started making this in 99. Yeah. And, uh, and it was, we were, 
like closet Pacifico guy. So was, we're four years into owning the brewery. When did you come out to your parents? <laughs> <laughs> they don't know yet. And they might be listening. They might be listening. <laughs> uh, we know they're not. Let's be real. They're not. You'll be able to get married someday. <laughs> you know, at the time it was like shit. We'd go to festivals and we loved the beer we were making, and it was all about that. But then we'd like run into our band and like, I gotta go grab some more cups or whatever, and we'd go in there and slam Pacificos. And, because on those Come Brewfest out, days, like, they're long. You know, and if yeah. you start drinking totally. the high ABV stuff, even meet, like, 5 to 6% stuff early, and you're doing full yeah, pints, bad. those are it's, long fucking days. It is, yeah. And if you, just, if you drink craft beer, especially, you know, in the late 90s, like, you could get pretty messed up. Yeah. Hey, yeah. All day in the yeah, was that 90s. when everybody's, like, everybody was doing more West Coast IPAs, or was that a little Yeah, it was even pre-that. It was, like, you yeah. know, like... That was when all the rock bottoms were opening up, and they just had a color spectrum. You didn't even have to, you know. You need a you need a light colored ale to a dark colored ale, and you need yeah. like four steps in between. Yeah. You know? There it is. What's that? Maybe man? the fourth step or the fifth step. Fourth step was maybe a pale ale, and the fifth step was maybe an IPA, and then you had a stout or a porter. Right. Yeah. Or you guys don't know. You guys don't make an amber, right? Like you don't have like. Well, a there's our pinstripe, which is like our red ale, which was one of the first beers we started making. You don't. We don't. We don't sell that much of it other than Durango. Okay. It's kind of like the, the fat tire of Durango. Right, because it's, it's, yeah. like, it's probably it's been around for so long yeah. for people that live there. Because Amber is one of, I, I fucking hate Ambers. Yeah. Uh, personally, uh, I think they're trash. Yingling sucks. That's just my motto. And uh, But it seemed to be the style that caught fire like in totally. Colorado, right? Like yeah. everybody was doing an Amber. And that's how the wave kind of caught on and went from there. But, so the Mexican lager was something you guys basically did. You start making it because you needed something lighter. Well, we were we we just felt kind of stupid about drinking Pacificos. We were like, we should just make our own version of this. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, and so that's what we really have makes all the ingredients it, for this yeah. in our own brewery. <laughs> what really makes it uh, a Mexican style lager for us is that that the yeast strain is actually from Mexico City, and it's um I think and I I can't confirm this because the 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 yeast lab that we got it from the doesn't cartel confirm it, but I think it's I think it's the Medello strain. Okay. And so it's okay. it's got basically it's made with the Medello yeast strain, which is which is great. Super clean. It's yeah. really it's delicious. Right? Super clean. This this took a couple GABF metals in fifteen and sixteen like in a row back to back and it's kind of and we've been doing it for so long and it's just it's our summer thing. Yeah. You know? No totally, absolutely. No, it makes and, nothing but sense. But there is there is there's dextrose in it, so there's just extra sugar. That's pretty much corn sugar in there, and uh, but yeah, it's really the yeast strain that's. And we're trying to just make it really light, but still. I'll you say can tell it's a step above. It's a step more toward craft than like Pacifico. I'll say it was definitely easier to chug than uh, the, the, IPA the, the, the epic <laughs> IPA that I. The, yeah, you chugged it too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow I did better with that, which is surprising. It's pretty but. chuggable. It is. It, absolutely, yeah. And Especially we'll with this fucking heroic koozie that you <laughs> can us with. Steve's just going to get that I, attached to his arm like a cyborg. yeah. Just <laughs> put it on a sleeve. Or you whenever you order show. a beer anywhere, just have them set it in that. Like, it's always in your They're hand. like, it's glass. It's I don't glove. care. It's like a glove. Uh, yeah. This is a podcast where Dustin actually uh, brought out some Peach Street uh, Colorado yeah. straight bourbon. I'll tell you one thing about this already. Not enough uh, pergolas. Not enough. <laughs> too <laughs> hot. Literally too hot in Palisades. <laughs> Literally. Pergolas. I can smell it right now. It's too hot. Here's the <laughs> thing. It's uh, August. It's, it's, a lot of people are like, what, why the fuck are you making us chug a beer and read negative reviews? And 
I gotta say, I think it's hilarious, and I... <laughs> I bet you do. I, I do, that's why. It's kind of the deal. You know, if you can't laugh at yourself, <laughs> you can expect anybody else to. It's true. God, my comedy needs some work. <laughs> no, I do not drink bourbon. I'm going to drink this. I eat... Why don't you I, drink bourbon? Because I... come up before. Because I don't drink bourbon because... I, I run my mouth and I get the cops called on me. <laughs> I, yeah. uh, my tongue is very loose when I drink bourbon, and sometimes that makes people want to fight me. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't drink bourbon, but I'm going to do this. for. I've had one shot of whiskey in the last seven years. Can one of you two drive him home, please? No, I was going to say, like, he's three <clears throat> feet taller than me. I'm not getting in a fight. If we, get into a race, if we get into a road rage fight on the <laughs> way back to Denver, you I'm keep reviewing you. I'm leaving you here. You live in Boulder now. I, and that's, yeah. That's you keep reviewing happen. spirits this way. I'll fight you. When I come to someone's yeah. house and they pour me a drink, I say, thank you. Thank but you. Fuck you, too. spirits, it should be like, all right, on a scale, one to five. How much does this make me want to punch somebody in the face? <laughs> but I mean, it's like, it, it's well because I I did used to drink it a lot before I like realized that it was it made me a, a bad person when I drank too much of it. I so I know some stuff. All right, dude, it's oh, not man. an AA meeting. This is a podcast. We don't need to hear this. No one cares. My yeah. name is Steve, and fuck the cops. <laughs> they, they can't catch me. I ran away from them, and they didn't catch. That was the last time I drank. Okay, All I'm right, gonna Buzz, try this now. Have to, have to chug it. <laughs> All right, Downey McDonald's. Hey, Buzz finish Gillian. This, uh, first. So did you did you make this? How does this work? No, no, they don't let me do that. I just get to make dick jokes <laughs> and drink for a living. He's the slinger uh, of bottles <laughs> and just is like, hey, you should have some of this. I'm on the hard seltzer team. No, uh, so oh, our God, that's good. No, that's good. You're making me relapse. <laughs> Fuck. All right, we got to really make good. water get people drunk is what we got to do. No, I was just far too jealous of the attention being spent on Scott, so I had to crowbar in just a little piece yeah, street talk with right. bourbon. But, yeah, you're a late uh, addition to the podcast, and welcome. We yeah, no, I'm stacking in. Here. I'll find a way to crowbar in. Um, <laughs> so uh, I was Beer World too, man, for like a dozen years, and yeah. going to spirits and drinking spirits for a living. It's a very different game. Like that, I can have a beer at lunch thing. That shit does not fly with an Amaro spritz. I've seen plenty of people do it though. I'm like those I'm like distributor teams or that people that just oh. represent liquor portfolios. Dude. Holy shit! Dude, there's some pros get bombed. They're all doing coke. Let's not lie. They're all doing. That's not true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you guys look like it's I was so the, serious. It's part of the health package. Yeah, it's part of the, it's great insurance. I'll let you guys in on You get an eight ball every week. Yeah, that's great. It's like steroids Whatever and world wrestling in the Listen, 90s. I love drinking beer. I like having spirits and stuff. But people, some people are like, oh, that's your job. You just get to drink all day. I'm like, have you ever done that? Like every fucking day? You just get drunk every day? It's, it's interesting. Fun. Fun. Uh, the, see yeah. the people who make it through a career of it. Like It's people who like drinking but don't love it. You know, yeah. like, it's like, no, by clinical definition, I'm clearly an alcoholic, but I don't love this shit like you guys do. You know, there's a line to be had if you're going to be a professional uh, drinker of yeah, some Yeah, I'm just going to pour one out for my homies right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will say it's really fucking good. It's great. It's yeah, really I'm glad good. glad you guys like it. So uh, Colorado Street Bourbon, we probably make like 30 different spirits at Peach Street. Very uh, brewer's distillery. We make all sorts of stuff from Super brandies spirit. off fruits and grappas off of wines. But, Can I see the bottle? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but Colorado Straight Bourbon is probably the one you'd know us the most for. So that's, <laughs> the, that's the guy with the dog head. That's our old uh, dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he got his picture there. up on the wall. <laughs> yeah, he was a real <laughs> guy dog. with the dog he head. Thing. He was a leg humper. Uh, 
<laughs> he flashed to two according to the trench coat. He's all over the place. He was the original original mascot of the place. Oh hell yeah! Okay, I get that. Yeah, he's he's the logo. Uh, but yeah, Colorado Street Bourbon. So that's the three year you're drinking, and we make a five year. And this year we just released a ten year. It's only ten wow. year bourbon, all Colorado corn, right around the corner from the distillery out in Palisade. Aged everything in our rickhouse out in uh, the desert. So you get these big temperature swings, great flavor out of the barrel. Really proud of that bourbon. Not yeah, enough people have tried it. No, it's delicious. It's yeah. so now, good. bourbon, unlike a lot of other uh, spirits, has a lot of technicalities behind it, right? Like a couple. Of, okay, because I know I've seen a lot of newer distilleries. I mean, you guys have been going for a while, but like when new distilleries open up, they can only do like white whiskey for a little while. And they're not actually allowed to call it bourbon, right? So like, what are yeah, the specifications on that? Straight bourbon. Whenever you see the term straight bourbon, is a minimum of two years. We try to wait three. We don't pull anything younger than three right now. Might happen one. Day if this podcast goes really well and everybody's buying a bunch of <laughs> right give, it, give it two to three years and we'll find out. <laughs> That's my marketing line. Uh, but no, it's uh, we pull it about three years and a five and a ten. And uh, bourbon just needs to be 51% corn. So it needs Shit. to be more than half good. of a corn is the grain base. It's a little sweeter. There's a lot of sugars in corn. And uh, we're a little more aggressive on the rye. Uh, maybe somebody's had, like, bullet out there. I don't necessarily support. Yeah, yeah I like yeah, a yeah. good rye bourbon, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they make great rye. I don't know if necessarily support their social policies. But they uh, make an excellent liquor. And the, the rye bill is very similar to ours. So it's got a little bite to balance that sweet corn uh, kind of note to it. I don't know, man. I've been a bourbon drinker for a long time. But... Uh, ever since great grandpa put since a little bit on the bottle tip <laughs> I got a story no I won't <laughs> <laughs> it's about Max the penguin <laughs> covered, covered his nipples in bourbon yeah how long is this podcast get? um no, but uh, really proud of our bourbon. Got a lot of it out in the world, and hopefully that's the thing. People it's super support, smooth man. and doesn't. It's not overly boozy. You don't get a lot of like heat from it. Yeah. And, I mean, because I'm like obviously you expect a little bit of like heat or just burn from. Especially in Palisade, right? That's a good wildfire joke for everybody that's not paying attention or isn't in Colorado. <laughs> the other rule. Uh, New American oak. Yeah, fresh jarred American oak. Um, so new American oak, half corn, and it does not need to be born in Kentucky. A lot of people think that there's got to be like geographical roots to it, like tequila or cognac or something, but uh, you can make bourbon anywhere. Yeah. Uh, United States, anyway. Anywhere I hate any States. of that pretentious labeling uh, that goes on with like bourbon. Like, with stuff, champagne. It happens a lot in the wine yeah. industry. It happens yeah. in the beer industry, yeah. too. Like yeah. I was just doing some research on method traditional i'm like oh man yeah. what, ter- what a fucking terrible name for a beer which they actually all right so that worst one- name for a rapper yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little dicky method traditional one more time <laughs> i thought that was gonna be your next guest <laughs> <laughs> so steve doesn't see you might not know as much about this but it, it ties back in a little bit to the black like our episode of the black project that we did and they got they do awesome spontaneous yeah. wild ales really some of the best shit i've ever had but you're not allowed to call that stuff lambic or goose unless it's made in this particular region of brussels so the knights of the round table got around at one point in time and said hey you guys can't call it this but you can call it this even though it's the exact same fucking thing and i'm like what a fucking farce that is it's like what do you do who's what are you pretending for at this point like what who are you trying to appease i get it to respect thing like kind of but you could have came up with a better name than method traditional for lambic sounds poetic goose is like poetic kind of thing 
I'm thinking of names over here. <laughs> in their defense, they weren't doing it in this language. So they might not have given a fuck what you thought. But <laughs> Nobody strong. ever does. That's, it's got nothing to do with the language barrier. Nobody cares what Corey's got to say. Yeah, that's right. Oh, no. We're having a good time. It is about time for us to uh, wrap up. Yeah. Uh, they're getting ready to open. Anything you guys want to promote or talk about that's coming up in the next couple of weeks? Uh, just stuff you're releasing or events or anything like that? Yeah, the, the Oktoberfest out now. Hopefully there's still some available. Um, beer dinner here tomorrow night. Should be kind of cool. This is recorded. There's no way that'll get Oh, yeah, yeah. Shit. This yeah. Is yeah. Uh, beer dinner yeah. last Thursday. You guys, you guys yeah. got beer dinner. <laughs> it was amazing. You're invited. It was amazing. Dave should have Time travel. <laughs> Weird night. Um, <laughs> God, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's coming up in the near future. Like, kind of getting into the fall. That's the kind of hands-on ownership I like to hear. Oh, sure. Right? Esoteric. <laughs> I like to overthink it. <laughs> Normally, okay, I, I will say this, though. September every year is when we celebrate our anniversary, and this September would be our 25th anniversary. Congratulations. And we had a huge yeah. party planned. Yeah. It's obviously not happening. Um, and I don't think we're doing too special right now. You know, yeah. we'll probably maybe next year have a 25th and a 26th anniversary party. But sure, we had some There's great bands lined up and a lot of good brewers coming. String cheese incident. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, uh, yeah, you know, mostly sky. Yeah, yeah, Dave's a sky big goes. green sky bluegrass fan. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows Paul. <laughs> Bring him out. Yeah, he sends me this. Yesterday, he sends me this Spotify playlist, and it's all Colorado songs. From it was string actually string cheese. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. And he was like, barf. We've actually... We've actually made beer with, with one of the musicians in String Cheese. So. Oh, really? It, uh, yeah. Was it your uh, locale IPA? Yeah. By yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Seltzers. <laughs> I see a CBD tap over there. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's one of my other partners. His, one of my, my third partner in Ska, there's Bill and then Matt. And Matt's partner's in a CBD and THC beverage company called Ojai. Oh, I thought Down you were going to say Django. cover bands. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Matt won a, a, a cannabis cup gold last year. It's kind of cooler than any hardware. That's THC beverage. but Yeah, that was like the first award that we knew about when we were like teenagers. Right? We're like, cannabis cup, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. If you, I didn't know if you told, GABF at that point. If you told 17-year-old me that I was going to know a gold medal winning cannabis cup winner one day, I would have been very impressed about my life. <laughs> yeah, 16-year-old you would be very cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's tight. One day I will know a cannabis cup winner. <laughs> Did you ever meet Cheech, bro? Yeah. <laughs> oh, more yeah. of a Chong guy. Only Chong, yeah. He cool. only comes well, thank out you guys so much for having us. The spirits yeah. are fantastic. The beers are are amazing, which yeah. you guys already know. The atmosphere here is great too. Even yeah. though it's kind of quiet, we haven't opened yet. But. No, that's why we like it. <laughs> yeah, uh, the people it, make it the worst. It's, yeah. it's the people part, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are doing outdoor seating and what limited indoor seating? Exactly. Socially yeah. distance. Your yeah, tapper manager just gives us the head nod from across the way. So yeah. it's pretty sweet. We've got two pretty good outdoor patio spaces. And you How hot are the they? Walls. Are, they, are they very hot? <laughs> Not pretty but they are shaded. Very well shaded. <laughs> We're open in the evening. You can come by in the evening. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of outdoor seating and then and then seating inside too. But everything's socially distanced according to the rules. 
And uh, you ask what we had new going. I mean, we're going to be opening the new distillery pub table and tasting bar back there soon. Like cool. originally we planned awesome. on it being tours and stuff, but you know, COVID. So we're going to do some guided uh, tastings back there and you can reserve the table, get some uh, stuff thiefed right out of the barrels. It was all distilled out in Palisades. So taste some five-year bourbon at barrel strength and we'll have some brandy, some peach and pear in there in the next couple weeks. So be a cool spot to come and try some spirits straight out of the barrels, some brews yeah. that were uh, brewed here on site. So. Very cool. This Colorado bourbon really is so good. Yeah. It's delicious. Now, the bourbon you guys made was fantastic. I'm glad you guys are closer so that I love going to Durango. I look forward to meeting you guys out there sometime uh, to, like, just hang. But it's great to have a spot for you guys that's, like, close yeah. to Denver. Yeah, we're psyched actually being up in the front range. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool. I am too. It's, it's definitely a great contribution to the beer scene out here and very welcome. So. Uh, we've got shows coming up Live at shows. different breweries around town, so check out the Instagram. social media pages for those. At Rotating Tap Comedy. Yeah. Uh, doing shows at Epic, Landlocked, Flight Co. And did you say Epic already? Half Penny, I said Epic, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. And check out the Instagram for, like, Chug Leaderboard. Nobody from here is making it on, but we are in <laughs> spirit. Uh, we tried real hard, and it was <laughs> and it was fun to do for sure. Yeah. Uh, like, review, subscribe, all that stuff, and... And thank you guys so much for being on the yeah. show. Yeah, really get yourself it. a gaggle of comedians and make your way to Durango. Oh, we, I mean, <laughs> we, that. we already, there's actually, like, already a pilgrimage. There's a pilgrimage to uh, Trinidad. Pretty when, often. Oh, so geez. it's already. When the pigrims landed on Plymouth Rock. <laughs> when Max, Max when the, the Penguin met the pig named Grim. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Thanks for having us. Thanks, guys.